from the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken Lavica. Should John Gruden be out of football permanently? He should no longer be the head coach of the Raiders. That ship has sailed. And the right thing happened, even if it wasn't the right way that it happened, where he is no longer the Raiders coach. But should he forever be scrubbed of record books and commemorations and not work in the sport again? Because I'm starting to have a little bit of an issue with how all of this is playing out. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. If you missed any of Chris Jericho, AEW, wrestling legend, you can check out the podcast. It is free. It is the Ken Levick alive podcast wherever you get your podcast and subscribe to it. It comes right to your device every single day. The Ken Levick alive podcast. And a big thanks to AEW and to Chris Jericho for giving us plenty, plenty of time on this Wednesday. Uh, by the way, the FAU NBA Sport Management Program at the title partner of Ken Levick Alive, FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program, it's not just emerging like AEW. It is the standard, uh, and they have been doing it for 22 years. Dr. Jim Reardon has a program that produces results. Uh, if you don't believe me, all you have to do is go to FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. You will see the, the, the long list of students that have found jobs in the sports industry, whether it is in professional sports, whether it is in big-time college athletics, whether it is in local sports, whether it is in college conferences, they're all there. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, and you can take these courses online. Spring semester courses, sign up for them now. Online or on campus in Boca Raton, it's the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, internationally renowned. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. So, uh, Yesterday, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers came out with the statement that they were going to take John Gruden off of their ring of honor. And it makes sense because he's so toxic right now. He's a name. The mere mention of it is toxic. Uh, The decision was made. I'm not overly surprised. And... uh, that, that that's a done deal. A man who won a Super Bowl championship with that organization because of the comments, the racist comments, the homophobic comments, the misogynistic comments, all of those things in the Bruce Allen emails, part of that NFL investigation, the Buccaneers decided that he could no longer be a part of the ring of honor. And that's fine. And that certainly appeases the public. And it certainly uh, is... Uh, signifier that what John Gruden said, what he typed, what he sent was deplorable, and it was. But in that same Bucks ring of honor, you also have someone in Warren Sapp who has definitely not been a saint by any stretch of the imagination. Warren Sapp who has performed illegal activities with prostitutes, accused of harassment. The NFL Network, a company entity, they suspended him over sexual assault allegations. Domestic battery, where he took a plea deal. 
So I'm just wondering where we draw the line here with what is acceptable to be honored and where it's not acceptable to be honored. And I'm not trying to do this thing where, oh, this person did a crappy thing, so what about this person? Because fine, like I'm not going to sit here and fight John Gruden battles, but I'm just wondering if the Buccaneers do one, don't they need to take a long look at themselves as well? Yes, Warren Sapp, a beloved player, but he actually broke the law. John Gruden is really, really dirty and really gross. And if those things are what he's saying in private, I don't think that's salvageable. But Warren Sapp being up there, isn't that a direct contradiction to John Gruden not being in the ring of honor? What about the fact that the Buccaneers are willingly employing Antonio Brown. So I get what the Buccaneers are doing, and I understand why the Buccaneers are doing it. John Gruden is incredibly toxic. That said, at what point do we draw the line and come up with what's right enough and what's wrong enough for one not to be included. I, I, I don't feel like John Gruden should necessarily be blackballed forever. He is part of that Buccaneers history, winning history. And it's not like when we're marching through the South and we're tearing down statues of Confederate uh, soldiers and Confederate generals. Because like, I know that's going to come. I know that false equivalence is going to come. John Gruden winning a Super Bowl and then sending offensive emails is not the same thing as enslaving human beings and trying to commit treason. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh, but why, why would you tear down Robert Lee's statue then? Guys, this is not the same thing. He is part of the history. So the Buccaneers, what they're doing is because... They didn't want to get any questions about why John Gruden is still in their ring of honor. And because they were anticipating heat from the outside, they they pandered. And it does not come off as authentic when you know that's what the Buccaneers are doing. They have pandered to the outside. And I do hope that at some point the Buccaneers do recognize that John Gruden, whether they like it or not, he is part of their franchise legacy. Emails be damned. If you're going to have Warren Sapp up there and you're going to employ Antonio Brown, John Gruden is still a part of that organization. You can't just scrub that. That lives forever, just like John Gruden's emails lived forever and they were eventually found. It's just like baseball where they want to avoid the steroid era, they're not going to put any of those guys who are the biggest names in the steroid era in Cooperstown, but the more that they ignore that, the more that they try and pretend that that era didn't happen, the worse it makes them look. So I get why the Buccaneers did what they did. I understand why they have taken John Gruden's name off the Ring of Honor, but if they make that permanent instead of just a measure because they need things to cool down, that's doing that organization and that fan base a disservice. Is John Gruden disgusting? Yes. Did he say disgusting things? Absolutely. Including cartoonishly racist tropes? 
100%. There's no denying that. But the Buccaneers, in them trying to do the right thing, end up looking pretty bad when you still have Warren Sapp, alleged lawbreaker, multiple times, sexual harasser, alleged multiple times, and you employ Antonio Brown. After all of the things that happened with Antonio Brown, alleged rape, domestic violence, the list goes on. I'm not trying to be cancel culture guy. I'm I'm not. I'm not trying to be the, uh, the, the, ah, everybody, back in the day, you could say what you wanted. Times have changed and it sucks. I'm mad and I'm a boomer and things are terrible. No, but I think common sense has to prevail at some point. It's downright silly for the Buccaneers to permanently try and erase John Gruden from the organization. And then there's Adam Schefter with ESPN. And Adam Schefter got revealed in a big way as part of these Bruce Allen emails. Rule number one as a journalist is to be objective, is to provide information and to protect sources, okay? Remain objective, though, is the key part of this entire thing. What the New York Times found out is that during the 2011 lockout, and God knows how many other times, but specifically during the 2011 lockout, Adam Schefter sent one of his not-yet-published stories to Bruce Allen, then the Washington team president, to proofread it and make any tweaks that he felt necessary. Schefter emailing, quote, please let me know if you see anything that should be added, changed, tweaked. Thanks, Mr. Editor, for that and the trust. I plan to file this to ESPN about 6 a.m. That is as unethical as it gets in journalism. Take it from someone who in a previous life was a journalist. I haven't been for quite some time now, but if you are in print journalism, that's fireable anywhere. Anywhere. Because that makes you unobjective at that point. And your sources writing your stories for you It goes without explanation why that is a problem. Because then it becomes no longer objective. You're no longer telling a story. You're giving a slant. And so I did see on social media a lot of, well, ESPN's going to have to fire him. ESPN needs to deal with this. This is ugly. But here's my defense of Adam Schefter. And whether he agrees with it or not, this is the truth. Adam Schefter is not a journalist. Adam Schefter is performance art. Adam Schefter is a newsbreaker. Adam Schefter is not a journalist. He should not label himself as a journalist. ESPN should not label him as a journalist. You should not consider him a journalist. In the same way that Tucker Carlson's not a journalist, in the same way that anybody on MSNBC is not a journalist, it's all performance art. And Adam Schefter will always have a role at ESPN because he has all the contacts and he has all the relationships and he is a PR mouth. Your boy, Wojbomb, Adrian Wojnarowski, he's the exact same person that Adam Schefter is. You can't serve in that role and have so many sources and connections and call yourself a journalist. 
It is not possible. So Adam Schefter is not going to be fired. What he did was wildly unethical. But you want to know why he's not going to be fired? Because he's not a journalist. Because he is a mouthpiece. And ESPN is just fine with that. And you want to know why? Because you listening right now love the scoop. And you love the breaking news. And you love to see the first reports on free agency. And you love to pit Adam Schefter versus Jay Glazer. And you love to pit Woj against Shams. They're not journalists. They're PR pieces. Their sources are agents. Their sources are players. Their sources are executives. That's how they get that news. You want to know how they get that news? It's by basically shaking hands, scratching backs, doing favors. That's not journalism. When I covered the Dolphins, one of the biggest complaints from fans was, oh, the team you covered, you couldn't break the news, but the national guy did? Yeah, because what? At the local level, you're performing. Joe Shad, Palm Beach Post, Omar Kelly, Sun Sentinel. That's journalism. What Schefter's doing, again, is performance art. An insider generally is not a journalist because they can't go by the journalistic standards in order to do their job and be first. It doesn't work like that. So stop thinking they're journalists. And I think this speaks to a larger discussion about society as well and this country and how we consume news because fox news msnbc cnn that's also not news they don't report the news when they do they're doing it as insiders and they're definitely not doing it objectively and then when they start giving opinions on said news that's definitely not journalism but in this country we're too dumb to realize what's news what's journalism and what's not Because all of those TV networks and all of those publications have the word news in them. Just because news is in the title doesn't actually mean it's news and doesn't mean that it actually was gathered in the journalistic way. Those standards exist for a reason. Adam Schefter, not a journalist. So you can call for him to be fired, but he is not a journalist. He is an actor. And he does his job well. He's not a journalist. He's unethical. He is when he tries to do journalism. That's why he should just stay away from journalism. He shouldn't write anything. He should just go on SportsCenter and report it. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. I cannot wait to see the rest of the emails. Cannot wait to see the rest of the emails in this Washington football team saga. And I can say with great confidence that I have never sent an email to Bruce Allen. I'll tell you that right now. Ken Levick's name, it's staying clean, baby. I never sent him an email. EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is yes. It's been the off-season for you snowbirds with your air conditioning. Uh, So that means when you get back and you try and flip it on, I have bad news for you. There may be some of your units that just don't turn on because it's exhausted, it's been rained on, it's tired, it's old, and you need someone who can help because another cool front is about to come in next week and it's going to come 100 miles short of South Florida. So our summer continues as we march our way towards November. 
So this is no time for your AC to go out. So that's why EDS is, yes, EDS Air Conditioning. Go to edsairconditioning.com. They're a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. We're talking best equipment. They've been doing it since 2006, and they are uh, family-owned and operated. They are trustworthy. They service all of South Florida. They service Palm Beach County, the Treasure Coast. It's EDS Air Conditioning. Make sure that your AC is in shape. EDS Air Conditioning and edsairconditioning.com. Uh, so the Bruce Allen thing is going to continue forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Like this is this is just never going to end. The NFL at some point is going to have to make sure that those emails become public. But again, if you're mad at Adam Schefter, if you want to pile on Adam Schefter, he's not a journalist. If he was a journalist, ESPN should fire him. But he's not a journalist. And you sports nerds, you love your free agent scoops. What would you do without Schefter at free agency? You'd be angry. You'd be disappointed. You love Schefter. Stop acting like you don't. He's not a journalist. He's not going to be fired. And he's the biggest asset that ESPN has. And it's the same reason why Fox will never fire Jay Glazer. Same reason that Woj could have a lifetime contract at ESPN. They're not journalists. Please, please, please understand that. They are not journalists. Tomorrow, we need to have a, a big discussion, too, and we'll do this about Kyrie Irving. I don't know if he's worth it, period, for any NBA team. He's made of glass, first of all. I'm all for him being a deep thinker, but when that deep thinking becomes conspiratorial, that's where it's a problem, and that's where we are now with this COVID vaccine and the fact he's not vaccinated and the fact that right now, until he's vaccinated, which not sure it's going to happen at all, he is not a member of the Brooklyn Nets. He's not going to play home games with them. He's not going to play road games with them. He's not going to practice with them. They basically said, hey, if you're not going to do what it takes to be a part of this team, then right now, while you're under contract, you're not going to be a part of this team. And it is a massive distraction for a squad that came inches away, and maybe a Kyrie Irving away from going to the NBA Finals. It came that close. And Kyrie Irving, if he wasn't made of porcelain, probably would have helped that cause instead of leaving Kevin Durant to do it all by himself. And now Kevin Durant is going to have to do it all by himself. And it could be all season long. And the Nets are in a spot where they have a highly paid player that is a constant distraction in one way, shape, or form every single season. Kyrie can be a free thinker. I encourage it. It's a good thing until it's not a good thing anymore and until it becomes dangerous and until it becomes detrimental. And that's where we're at now with Kyrie. Tomorrow, we have to have a serious discussion about whether or not Kyrie is actually worth it, period. And we'll have some Bud Light Brown Distributing Weekend Warriors as well. Luke and Del Rey won last week, our defensive version. Now, we're getting crazy this week because our Weekend Warriors, we're going kickers. We're going kickers. That's right. The men who keep putting balls off the post. We're going kickers this week in our NFL Weekend Warriors. We'll play that tomorrow. Hey, I want to tell you real quick about Greenway Kia in West Palm Beach. When I drove in my Kia K5 GT and I went up to the sixth floor and they told me, oh, uh, sir, please don't park here. We're power washing today. It could hurt your car. I, 
I, I felt a wave of panic rush over me. I can't have anything happen to my baby, my Kia K5 GT that I got at Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, military trail, half mile south of Palm Beach International Airport in West Palm Beach. Uh, I love my Kia K5 GT. You'll love your Kia when you go to Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. And it is, uh, it, it, it's not just the quality of the automobile, which is high. The selection is outstanding. It's also the fact that at Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, they want to make sure you're happy with the car buying experience. They're not going to sit there and have you waiting for 20, 25 minutes for someone to come over and help you. They want to make sure that, hey, let's get right into it. What are you looking for? What type of car do you want? What's the perfect one for your situation? Oh, but my credit's bad. No, 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 we've got a credit clinic. We're going to make this happen for you. We're going to do it so you're comfortable, so you're not regretting your monthly payments. Those are all the things they check on at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach to make sure that you're happy. What a novel concept. A happy customer in the car buying realm. Stunning, I know. Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. Go to GreenwayKiaWestPalmBeach.com. Check out that selection online. Roll in there. No better weekend than this weekend at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach, half mile south of Palm Beach International Airport on Military Trail. Go to GreenwayKiaWestPalmBeach.com. That'll do it for us. Chris Jericho, if you missed any of them, with AEW coming to town this weekend, the Ken Levicka Live podcast. Again, it's free, and it's wherever you get your podcast. He's Captain Competent Joe Rigotti. I'm Ken Levicka. We've been live on ESPN 106.3. Bye-bye.